When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean and Joe, another episode, ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show. I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hey, Joe. What's going on? Nothing, man. Are you are you loose? Are you drinking tonight? Or I am. Why? Do I sound it? No, no, no. I'm just curious. I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> real loose. Yeah, man. Uh, that, that Instagram Live that we did, uh, we were talking about it on our Patreon episode, but... Yeah, you know, sometimes we have them and they're just like normal lives and they're always enjoyable. But then sometimes, like tonight, <laughs> uh, the energy is next level and it yeah. just like it hypes me up. And um, I don't know if I don't know if hyping someone up and drinking more is supposed to be correlated, but um, it did. Oh, it is. So, it, it is. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling it. Yeah. Well, because everyone's like one upping each other. It's a wild atmosphere when it gets like that. When they're when everyone's bringing their A game, it's wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Even like our more quiet fans that I feel like are more subdued were like getting in on the action tonight, being like, Yeah, for sure. Fuck you. I was like, Whoa, what the? Fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taking jabs at us, calling us like idiots. I, it was a it was a blast. It was a Although there, there was there was a, a fan that was in there, and I'm gonna put him on blast to start this episode. There's a fan that was in there who was who's never you know interacted with us before, uh, immediately joins and. You know, calls out Paul, uh, and then uh, Redneck Stomp Devin. Mm. For those who are on our live shows, that mm-hmm. that's a name that probably rings. Uh, you know, causes your eye to twitch a bit. <laughs> um, and then Devin just starts, you know, going off on him and attacking him. But then after the the live show ends, Sean points out uh, th- this guy who who you know, never interacted with us before, has a private account and is followed by Redneck Stomp. So it's it's either Redneck Stomp or a friend of Redneck Stomp uh, just g- getting in on the action to cause chaos, as as Devin is known to do. It was insane. It was fucking insane. What was the name? We Are Sinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something Dude, like that. and like, and like, fucking Redneck starts attacking it viciously. To a point where I was like, I might have to like kick Redneck out or actually fucking talk to him about this because... The shit he like he was me he was saying comments that are just not okay to say to somebody, and <laughs> and then I go look at the fucking guy and <laughs> they're friends. Fucking ridiculous. Playing a character, which which is what we always highlight to Devin, because like sometimes people will message us and be like, "Hey, is that guy all right? Like, <laughs> is this guy bothering you? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, he's cool. He's a nice guy. I don't know. I don't know why he plays a heel, but." Uh, <laughs> far for the course. 
<laughs> oh, it was fucking good times. Um, and and a lot of so we audible. I mean, we I guess it, is it an audible or is it not? I, I we were gonna do Carnosaur. Um, originally that was our plan was do Theodore Rex and then Carnosaur. Um, then we did we took that like it's not a week we fucking recorded an hour which is insane. Um. <laughs> Of just bullshit, uh, like the Hangover show, which you will start seeing now after each live show, probably. Um, Had a decent reception, so thank you. Yeah, no, I, yeah, and everyone appreciates it, and you know, it's better than us burning out, which which yeah. would probably happen if we had to do the show with Hangovers on a Sunday. Um, yeah, because the Saturday night, strange. yeah, the Saturday night recording right now is just killer. I'm down with recording Sundays, but not Sundays and hungover. Because yeah. a Sunday recording, you're going into work Monday tired, tired. Because we're recording right now, it's ten o'clock. Um, so you know, if we're recording on a Sunday, you're already tired. But to be hungover and fucking tired, just not what you want to do, man. You can't, you can't fucking do that. So, um, but we, uh, Joe. Joe pitched this movie and uh, so glad he did. This was a a fucking, uh, a little gem. Sometimes you forget some movies that you should probably do. And this one, you know, uh, 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 falls within the horror show, I guess you'd say like guidelines in a way. Uh, Godzilla, 1998. 1998, a classic <laughs> a classic uh, missing the mark movie um something Not- that that like it was mar- like I, I don't know if there's numbers out there or if you you looked into it but it was they must have spent a lot of money on marketing because you couldn't massive do anything in 1998 without seeing Godzilla 98 being thrown into your face i mean it was it was huge and i remember seeing it opening weekend uh but it, it was also it made money. It's weird. It's one of those movies that's considered a flop, but it made money. Right. But like, just everybody hated it so much. Like everybody saw it, but then everybody also hated it. So uh, they did nothing. Which else. is so weird. They're supposed to have two sequels. You think that they would just be like, "Fuck it, let's let it ride and do another one." Like we made the money. Like, like let's just do it on a lower budget. Maybe you know what I mean. And they didn't. They didn't even bother to do that. Which like I thought that too, but. <laughs> I think I think they were like, listen, like, there's no chance like we make any money on the next one. People fucking hate this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get what sure. you're saying. Like, 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 maybe if they made like a low bit budget Godzilla and it made a ton of money. Like, like, like for instance, the Blair Witch, right? Right. Blair Witch made a shit ton of money off nothing. Right. But if 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 Blair Witch had all these negative reviews, I think they would be like. Fuck it. Like, we made so much money. Let's just make another one. Right, uh, right. What's the worst that can happen? That's right? true. We that's true. Even. We, that's lose, true. we lose a little bit on the sequel. But, like, this one, they had to be like, look, we can't go anywhere near this. Like, <laughs> this, would, this would cripple us. You know? Oh, my God. And and I really meant to do a little bit more research into this. I mean, I, I did a little bit. Um, but Roland Emmerich, man, this guy seemed to... I don't know what the fuck he did. I don't know what his fucking problem is. It... <laughs> and honestly, we fucking shit on Josh Whedon on a Patreon episode not too long ago. This guy's up there with me, too, after this movie. Like, this movie seemed to me like, just like, dude, like a fucking crybaby making a movie. Like, the fucking Siskel and Ebert shit. 
and the fucking uh what's that other guy's name he he's like a godzilla historian right he writes like just about godzilla pieces he, he he's like part of like the the godzilla magazine the, the only one that's out there and i forget his fucking name it's like jd something he made characters of these people because they were like this is a bad idea and he made characters of Cisco and Ebert because they didn't like, I guess, Stargate and Independence Day. Which, like, Roland Emmerich. So, Roland Emmerich, I, I know this. I don't know, like, the exact number. But I know he's one of the highest grossing movie directors of all time. Like, his movies make a shit ton of money. And that's, that's true even for, like, newer movies. Like, he did uh, 2012 and White House Down, which, right. surprisingly, people are going to see. You know? <laughs> Because sometimes, I mean, sometimes you just want to watch, like, the fucking White House blow up, right? Right. And you know right. Rowan Emmerich is going to blow up the White House what? at some point. Right. Or some other some other historic landmark, right? right. Like, in this movie, the, I, there, there was, like, a five-minute dialogue and the army just being like, we're going to blow up Madison Square Garden. Why would they do that? Like, why? <laughs> Are you kidding me, Rowan? Why would they do that? And then, and then they accidentally blow up the Chrysler building. Dude, <laughs> like, dude, that, dude that's, see, I have a lot to say about the... <laughs> The fucking military in this movie is portrayed as the dumbest human being on earth. <laughs> dude, fire! Dude. I, I'm sorry for jumping ahead to such like a, a huge scene like that, but the military is like, I'm locked on Godzilla, and then just fire a bunch of missiles, and Godzilla like slowly moves his head the other direction, and the missiles just fly by it and blow up the Chrysler building. <laughs> And then the military's like, my God, I thought you said he was locked on. He goes, well, I was, but he turned his head. <laughs> Dude, the fucking military is literally, if you watch the scenes where they're chasing Godzilla through New York City, they're literally just shooting into human beings' apartments. And God, like, the scene is like, you can see, you're like seeing through the vision of the pilot. And all yeah. you see is Godzilla's tail and the bullets are just going like through a fucking building. They're not even trying to stop shooting. They're not. They're just. It's like when you play a video game and you just hold the trigger and you just keep fucking flying. It's such such chaos. This movie is such. Also, do you think Roland Emmerich had ever watched a Godzilla movie before? Um, I don't. And there, there's, there's a question about it too, because they, people point out that this is more like the beast from 20,000 fathoms, which is, okay. which predates Godzilla and was what Godzilla was really like kind of based on. Like they, they took beast of, a, of from 20,000 fathoms and that's what they based. That's how they built Godzilla was this idea of like a radioactive monster. But this story follows more in line with that movie than Godzilla. And people were like, do you think he watched the wrong fucking movie? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't think I would even consider this a Godzilla movie. It's not. I really It's don't. not. And most people don't consider it one, by the way. And by, oh, I wanted to preface this episode. I know there are hardcore Godzilla fans and pe- people that know a lot about Godzilla. I'm not one of them. I, I have watched a lot of them. Honestly, probably all of them with my son because he's obsessed with it. I don't know every detail. I don't know. So anything I say, like, you know, it, just go with, work with, work with Relax. me here. Work with, work, work with me here. They're fucking, there's 8 million of them and they're spread apart. Okay. If we make mistakes, it's fine. It's fine. We're, we're, we're with you. This movie sucks. <laughs> so, um, 
but yeah, no, it, it, I do, most people don't, I told you they call this movie, uh, they, they, a lot of people refer to this movie as Gino, like the acronym G I N O, which yes, stands yeah. for Godzilla in name only <laughs> because everyone refused. And I think Japan called it something else when it was released there too. <laughs> like, like they called it like Godzilla, but not. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were like, mm, no, this is not okay. And I mean, Godzilla only has 11 minutes of screen, t- screen time in this movie. It's a which is two hour and twenty minute movie. Not shocking hearing that uh, because there's there is a lull in the middle of this movie where I I, I had texted Sean. I was like, I don't even know what just happened or what they filled it with, but I know that we haven't seen or heard from Godzilla in the last forty five <laughs> minutes. Which he's in. That's my biggest problem with this movie is that he's on the loose in New York City. Like I have a hard enough time fitting through places in New York City. <laughs> Fucking Godzilla is hiding, and like he's always hiding under like a manhole. Like he's fucking, he's fucking enormous. He's the same size as the Empire State Building, and like, and that's not even an exaggeration because there's there's a part where one of the guys, one of the camera guys, is like looking at the sewer, and like Godzilla's breath is coming through it because he's breathing hard, and he pops up and he rises up, and he's the same size as the the Empire State Building. It's like, well, how the fuck was he under there? Are you kidding me? There is a scene in this movie where people are like, we can't find him, which is it, like, first of all, all you need, all you need is like seismic maps, right? All like, you need is ears. All you need is ears. <laughs> His fucking footsteps would tip you off in a second. And then after that, they're like, we have to search every building looking for him. I was like, what are you talking about? He can't, Searching buildings. He can't <laughs> fit into buildings. What are you talking about? Even even if you found like the tall skyscraper, they're not wide, right? His tail is is eighteen city blocks it was, long. It's exa- exactly. You would find him in a different borough, like you know what I mean. <laughs> it's fucking insane. They're like, we have to search every building. I was like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? And dude, they lose him multiple times in this. And like multiple times. <laughs> The entire movie. Every time the military guy's like, God damn it. Dude, the entire plot of the movie is just an entire game of hide and seek. And they don't know where Godzilla is. Also, what is Godzilla's endgame? And also, a huge, a huge, huge problem that I have is, like, we just established, Godzilla's fucking enormous. He He's also a, a fucking idiot monster. How does he walk? Like, he walks down streets. Like, just... Perfectly down the narrow roads, and the only destruction he causes is when his like tail scrapes the side of a building. Why would he not just plow through? It's New York City. <laughs> Every building just would be walk chaos. through the fucking building, <laughs> right? It would just be chaos. Like you could barely drive in New York City. Godzilla is walking, and then also Godzilla stands on top of bridges at some points, and like oh my God. nothing happens. He's like insane. five billion tons, and he's just walking on top of a bridge. Are you kidding me? And it's it's crazy because that's what the marketing was built on. Like they were like, if you remember, and, and dude, I remember this so vividly. There was the posters were size does matter, which okay, question questionable questionable marketing to begin with. And then, do you remember they had a TV spot where he like it was like the Jurassic Park museum, like from that the final scene in Jurassic Park, and his foot comes in and smashes T Rex's fucking. Skeleton. <laughs> that honestly rings a bell. Yes. So, so they're saying he's that much bigger than a T Rex, right? 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that, that should have been, if that was your focus on marketing, it probably should have been the focus on the plot also. <laughs> because his size, I feel like, shifted throughout the movie, like how big he was. And thank you. Thank you. It's like they never had a firm grasp on how big they actually wanted him to be. Because sometimes he would tower over the biggest of skyscrapers, and other times, like, he wasn't shit. Joe, you know he's, what? like, hugging the Empire State Building in one scene, which is <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> I know. And, and then he's inside Madison Square Garden. He's like inside eight. MSG <laughs> hiding. Hi, dude, the, the end scene, he pops up from MSG like, hey, forgot about me. <laughs> the fuck? Dude, and, 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 like, for people that don't know MSG, it's not a tall building. Dude, it's, it's the not most, tall, like, average it's not height big. building. <laughs> Like, it has multiple floors, but he would have to go under... Like, he'd have to take the escalator. Like, well, how is he in Madison Square Garden? I feel like of all the buildings in New York City, MSG is the one that if you were coming here from another state or another country, you'd be like, oh, this is MSG? Because even yeah. me from Connecticut, when I went to MSG for the first time, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it holds Dude, so few people. It's, it's the most normal building in New York City. Yeah. It's... It, you walk up like two steps of stairs, and then you're in the building. It's there's no way Godzilla should have been in that one of all the buildings in New York City to use. <laughs> also, my other biggest problem with this is <laughs> fucking uh, what's his name? Jean Reno is a superhero, but for some reason his superpower is just that he's French. Roland Emmerich pinpoints that. Over and over again, that Gene Reno is friends. And Gene Reno can do, like, he's honestly Superman. He can do everything and anything at any point in time. And they're always just like, oh, that's, he's French. Like, like that's what they fall back on. It's fucking crazy. This movie is the most, like, <laughs> like, if you really look at it, you, you're like, this guy just wants to make fun of America and be pro-France. Dude, the heroes of the movie, for some reason, are the French Secret Service who have come, who have come to America to fix all of the America's military's fuck-ups, but without telling anyone. Like, they're just doing it under the radar. Jean Reno is, is like, rogue. Like, he has no business being there. It's fucking ridiculous. When it's revealed that he's French Secret Service, I dude, my fucking brain almost melted. I was like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> What's even funnier is that, like, before Godzilla gets to New York City, he hits all these other countries, and not, and not a single one of them is France. <laughs> So, France has nothing to do with this. So here's what it, here's where it came in was it, he was it Polynesia French Polynesia was where he's born. Yeah, okay. We don't see any effect of that though. But but Jean Reno's like oh yeah it was because of our military <laughs> testing in, in the French Polynesia so we have to clean up our mess like what dude no country would ever fess up to that or help they'd be like whoa whoa that's fucking weird uh, good luck America <laughs> looks like that sucks. I know. I dude, that would be like the most ideal thing ever, right? Yes. Like you fuck up so badly that you create a radioactive dinosaur, but then it's just attacking another country. You're like, well, don't know how that happened. Oh, well, it's probably their fault. Look how mad he is at them. <laughs> Which like, why? Which I can he, help. Why did he go to the east coast from French Polynesia? <laughs> Sean, why did he do that? Also, why is how did he procreate? Why is there, why is there eggs? Uh, he's asexual. 
So he just fucks himself. <laughs> I mean, that's not how asexual works, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, he fucks himself. Let's go with that. <laughs> he fucks himself. I mean, listen, my son said the same thing. And I was like, uh, I think of it like a seahorse. He's a fucking seahorse. I, I don't think seahorse are asexual, but the men get pregnant. No, but the men get pregnant, yeah. Right. So he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like... That, that, Still doesn't answer my question whatsoever. And why, how did he store the egg? What, why was that the plot? Like, do, 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 there's a million ways to go with Godzilla, and like, <laughs> it's already been laid out for you like three times. I mean, even more. Shot three if, times. If you consider- it's been laid out for you like three hundred times. There's there are so many Godzilla movies that you could have watched to done anything like remotely close to it. Like, yeah. <laughs> You could have written the plot for every single one and just thrown a dart and like been like, oh, I'll kind of do this and it would have worked. I'll make him fight a monkey in this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it's so crazy. By the way, we did a Patreon on uh, Kong vs. Godzilla. Sean liked it. I did not. But uh, I highly, highly recommend the 1962 King Kong vs. Godzilla. And by the way, King Kong Kong uproots a tree and shoves it down Godzilla's fucking throat. Also, the cover, the cover is Kong. Swinging Godzilla by his tail, and that's that's the greatest movie cover I've ever seen in my life. Um, also, the vinyl cover is King Kong kicking giant boulders at, at, a, at a at a prone Godzilla on the floor. That's what they used as the cover of the vinyl. Also, people you know, in the new one, people talk about how good the fight scenes were. Which they were. They're they're fine and they're entertaining. I I prefer rubber suit Godzilla, which I'm probably in the minority. I prefer rubber suit Kong, even though he looks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> he looks but so stupid, Joe. The fight <laughs> he looks like a fucking idiot. There's no there's no denying that. The fight scenes in the new one were, were, were good. The fight scenes in 1962, just two guys in rubber suits throwing rocks at each other and just fucking <laughs> like suplexing each other in the trees. <laughs> Give me that all day. The fight scenes were so good. And I said it in the Patreon. I was honestly at the edge of my seat. It was one of the most entertaining movies I've ever seen. Well, one of my favorite moments in Kong versus Godzilla, which I didn't mention in our Patreon episode, was um, during the fight. Oh, fuck. I feel like it was I feel like it was Kong, but it might have been Godzilla. No, I had to be in Kong. Dude, he's carrying Godzilla by his head like like a pro wrestler going to the corner turnbuckle and like bashes his head into a fucking building like a fucking turnbuckle. I thought that shit was the tightest thing. That's that but that goes back to what you're saying. Like give us the 1962 fight of like two animals just acting like men in suits like doing suplexes and fucking like double leg takedowns. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous human fighting moves. <laughs> as Throwing haymakers. Yeah. Dude, bringing somebody, carrying Godzilla by the head. Like, no animal's gonna let you fucking walk you over, walk you three miles to a fucking building <laughs> just so you can bash their head into it. <laughs> fucking love it. Dude, and at the, at the end of the 1962 one, Godzilla just, they, they kick the shit out of each other. And Godzilla gets, like, his so King Kong wins and, and Godzilla gets his ass kicked and he just gets thrown into the water and it cuts to a news report. It's just like Godzilla has disappeared and we don't know where he is. And then it just shows King Kong wading into the ocean going back to Skull Island. And they're like, damn it, we wish him luck. <laughs> just watching him fade into the darkness. Bless your heart, God. Bless your heart, King Kong. <laughs> Fucking great. Oh, man. Like and you know what? Maybe, maybe another thing that they should think about with these movies is, uh, Moving them to an isolated location, let them fight in like Siberia or something, because it's sometimes it's like 
I'm not saying it's hard to watch, but like you're just watching when you really think about it, like millions of people die in these fucking buildings. <laughs> well, that that was another observation that I had during the 98 Godzilla. Oh my like, God. Especially since I, th- I think it's weird because it's, it's pre 9 11. Yeah. Right? So now I think when you're watching it at that time compared to now, like now you know what a, an actual. Yeah. attack on New York City looks like yep. and like how devastating it is. Where at that time, like I don't think you would put two and two together. No. But now watching it, you're like, Godzilla just fucking like like all these people just saw a dinosaur ruin their entire city and they're all at a bar being like that motherfucker. <laughs> and then and there's like a reporter who who almost got stomped on, but he got the footage. And his in, his entire workplace it's like back in they're they're all there the very next day. Like yeah. you would be home. You you would be fleeing the city. You absolutely would never you would never come back. <laughs> Everyone's and, and after Godzilla, it's just like a gridlock traffic jam. It's like get out of your fucking I would be I would run to Connecticut if I was in New York City and there was a dinosaur stuff. They there. all would. They'd be in New Jersey. Dude, fucking he's tearing down buildings. Although less less than he probably should have been, because he's just very kindly minding the the fucking road, oh. the roadway, <laughs> going the right way to going with traffic. He's never going against traffic. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> oh man. So let's let's get into this. This is directed by Roland Emmerich. Previous films: Stargate. Yep. Independence Day. Do you like Universal Stargate? Soldier. It's fine. I fucking hate Stargate. <laughs> I, do, I mean, fucking annoys. I don't care enough about it to hate it. You know? Dude, I think I think maybe that's why it, it just pisses me off. I think it sucks. I think the whole like futuristic pharaoh bullshit like bothers me. Like you know, like a uh, steampunk shit. Like the whole I mean, like I, I don't care for it. Yeah, the whole like um, like what do you what would you even call it? Like it's like. Like, no technology, but with, like, all this insane future technology. That shit fucking bothers me. You wouldn't be building pyramids with fucking lasers. Kurt Russell Russell is sick. But, like, same with Independence Day, I fucking love. And, you know, this feels like Independence Day with a dinosaur. It does. 100%. Now, here's the difference. You got Kurt Russell and Stargate. Great. You got Will Smith. And uh, Harry, uh, whatever the fuck his name was, the fucking idiot Quaid? singer. What? Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought they were going to say Randy Quaid. No, Harry. Uh, what was the Harry fuck? Connick? Harry Connick. No, was it Harry Connick Jr.? Is that his name? Yeah, he's in. He's in Independence Day. Yeah. Harry Connick Jr. is. Harry Connick Jr. is a hundred percent Independence Day. Yes. Are you sure? He, dude, he is fucking Will Smith's like best buddy. Harry Connick? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember him in Independence Day at all. Yes. Yes. And it was like, like I know, like, they were trying to, like, break him out as, like, a fucking star. <laughs> and he, he was just, he was an idiot. <laughs> he was Harry Connick Jr., you know? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm trying to think. Dude, he is his best friend. He's his best friend. I'm sure he died. He's really good at... He's really good in a uh, copycat. Uh, See that? You, no, Joe. <laughs> you're into copycat's a great flick, man. The fuck out of here. Well, anyway, <laughs> what? what's your beef with copycat? My beef is that you don't know that he's in fucking. I don't have any beef with copycat. 
I haven't seen that. Listen, I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I don't. I don't remember him. Okay, he's great so in Copycat. I, I also want to rewatch Independence Day. Um, the other thing I want to watch is Independence Day Resurgence. Ugh. Did you see it or no? No, I haven't. But Neither have I. Right? <laughs> Neither have I. No, it's going to be fucking terrible. And that idiot James Woods is in it, who I fucking can't stand. <laughs> oh, wait. No, James Woods isn't in it. That's good. Wait, did he? That must be a different James Woods. Wait, what? There's more than one James Woods? There is. And he wrote the script to this one. James A. Woods is uh, yeah. starring Jeff Goldblum. Liam, oh, the the Liam Hemsworth. Bill Pullman's still in it. Is that his last film? Wait, no. Paxton's the one that died. Pa- pa- yeah. um, Will Finchner. Who the fuck are these people? Judd Hirsch back. <laughs> Fucking Judd Hirsch. And somebody named Angela Baby? That's Her, her name's fu- Angela Baby? It, oh, one word. <laughs> Anyway, um, anyway, I'm gonna put those up on our Plex. So get ready to get ready to binge some <laughs> ID four, baby. Oh boy. Um, anyway, Independence Day I love, but Stargate I don't really love. And and, and for whatever reason, Siskel and Ebert didn't love those movies. And I, you know, I can get why they're fil- they're supposed to be film critics, right? Yeah, I mean they're rate and also their ratings. Like I don't even get like who would even give a shit about Cisco and Ebert's rating system. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're like two thumbs up. What the fuck does that even mean? Like no one actually gave a fuck. No one was like, hey, Cisco and Ebert gave this. Uh, I I highly doubt anybody one thumb uh, was like I'm not I'm not going to see this. They only gave it one thumbs up. Like, give me a <laughs> like, it was so stupid. But Roland Emmerich was really fucking mad about it. And also, there's no way they rated Independence Day that low. It might have. I mean, it's like a you know, it's a mindless action movie. It's not cinema, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna look it up right now. Oh boy, they have a whole like they, that was when they were doing. Uh, that's when they were doing uh, the whole thing. Roger Ebert gave it two and a half stars. Okay. That's not terrible. It's pretty bland. (laughs) Independence Day is? No, no, no. no, Two and a half star rating. Yeah, I guess that's... I mean... Whatever. I don't know why we're... Again, like, I don't even know why... I don't know why he was thinking about it, so I don't know why we're thinking about it. But anyway, Roger, Emmer- Roger Ebert said uh, it had a lack of imagination in the spaceship and creature designs, and Gene Siskel expressed the same sentiments in his all the movies review of the film. Okay, so here's what I'll say about that. I, as a kid, I was let down by the creature design. Also, I thought it was kind of fucking weird and kind of shitty. But like, but like, it's a fine movie. It's a fine movie. So maybe they're a little harsh on it. Here's what I wouldn't do if I were if I were making millions of dollars off of Independence Day, which he did. Uh, I wouldn't then make a movie where I'm like, <laughs> where I name characters, dude. Not even just name them, Cisco and Ebert, <laughs> Gene and Ebert, uh, but but fucking find actors that look like them, dude. Actively find actors that look like them <laughs> to try and mock them, not just in a scene. Like, dude, if it was one scene whatever 
the entire movie is <laughs> Mayor Ebert and his assistant Gene are in, are in this movie constantly. <laughs> and also, can I just point out that sometimes the character Mayor Ebert is right? <laughs> like he's supposed to be like they tried to make him the bad guy, but there's a point where he's like he's talking to the military and he's like are you guys you guys are causing more destruction than the monster. He's 100% fucking right. <laughs> Not the bad guy in that scene, but whatever. Uh, he was super fucking bitter. So that also brings me to this point. What do you see as the plot of this movie? Because like, I feel like, like, what was the focus, I guess, of this movie? What do you think was the focus? What do you think Roland Emmerich's focus was on this movie? Because it wasn't Sean, Godzilla. That's a great question. Because because this is not Godzilla. <laughs> no. Godzilla is barely in it. And, and, and you... <laughs> I wanted my first thought when you just asked me that was <laughs> Matthew Broderick's like love story with right. his college ex, right? Right. That's not even insane. the main focus. Which is fucking I, I was, insane. I, dude, I honestly, it does, that, that's the problem, right? It doesn't have a single focus. Also, why are there <laughs> four Simpson voice actors? Joe, it's insane. <laughs> it's fucking insane. <laughs> Nancy Cartwright, Hank Azaria, and Harry Shearer, all in lead roles. Like, Dude, major character roles and, like, kind of doing their voices a little bit. Like, definitely Harry Shearer is doing Kent Brockman when he's on the news, for sure. <laughs> for fucking sure. It's insane. Um, <laughs> that was really bizarre. Uh, dude, it's really hard to. What was the focus of this? It felt very divided with these weird storylines that didn't matter and filled up two hours and twenty minutes when Godzilla was only on the screen for eleven minutes. Dude, you have so first off, you have you know Godzilla, right? Uh, yeah. There's a dinosaur. You have you know the U.S. military angle. You have mm. the French Secret Service angle. Oh, my God. You have the Matthew Broderick, just the Matthew Broderick angle of him being, you know, a scientist yeah. that's trying to, the, 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 that's been investigating, like, large dinosaur attacks and worms. for a while for some reason. <laughs> and <worms>. Then, yeah. <laughs> then you have uh, him and his college girlfriend trying to get back together angle. Then you have her being like a, a scorned woman in the workplace that's overlooked because of her, her gender, right? Mm-hmm. They have that angle uh, with, with Harry Shearer, like, always shitting on her. Yeah. And you have the Hank Azaria and his girlfriend angle. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. It spread so Just thin. choose one, Roland. It's, Are you kidding me? It spread so thin. And uh, you also have the angle, too, of Mayor Ebert, which is, like, a major character in this yeah. movie, which is in, in fucking sane. Insane, because there is nothing going on with this. But he is involved in almost every scene with the military. <laughs> and being like, my re-election. Dude, there is a monster <laughs> attacking the city. <laughs> There's no person alive that's like, oh, yeah, we we fucking... I got to think about re-election next year. <laughs> Dude, I would honestly want to talk to that actor. Because he, he's in a lot of stuff. Like, you know, he is. Like... like He's a good character actor. I, I want to interview him and just, like, get his thoughts on it. Because, like, I know money speaks. 
But like, I, can you imagine being approached and be like, "Hey, I'm making this movie about a dinosaur, but really, you're just you're just gonna play this real life guy and just be a fucking stupid idiot the entire time, just because uh, so I can get back at him." Like, I, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that, man. Dude, I hundred percent would be like, "Hey, man," but again, like you would also, I think, as an actor, be like, "Okay, he's gonna film all these scenes, probably cut like." 90% of this shit, right? Like, I'm just going to be, like, the mayor that comes in and is like, don't bomb MSG. <laughs> like, and instead, he is giving rallies in this movie that, that does not mean anything. It means nothing to the fucking plot. We watch him talking to a crowd of people, though. <laughs> it's insane. It's one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Um and also a super weird thing besides like all of the French stuff. And I know we're like lately we've been, which I really love about our, our new, our new run is we kind of give like a big overview at the beginning. Yeah. And we could probably do a whole episode just doing that. But, but what, what, I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I gotta edit that out. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but oh, I think I was just gonna say we're still doing that right now. We still haven't gotten into the movie because this movie is so bonkers. But I just wanted to say one more thing, which was he, this guy Roland Emmerich. I swear to God, I'm trying to find to confirm right now. the The main character's name, Matthew Broderick's name in this, is Nico. Okay, so there's a running bit in the movie that no one can say his last name. And that's because it's spelled Tatopolis. Tatopolis. So everyone calls him like Popotopolis. And he's like, no. And then he says it's pronounced Zatopolis. Can somebody confirm if that's actually the fucking actual pronunciation of that last name? Because I genuinely don't believe it is. T-A-T-O-P-O-U-L-O-S. And he's saying Zatopolis. Zatopolis? <laughs> And I don't think that's true. Um, also, can we just... <laughs> we haven't made fun of a person's face in a long time. How did Matthew Broderick not age from, from like, Ferris Bueller to now, which which is over 10 years? And then, like, within the next two years, like, the, by the time the year 2000 hit, look like a fucking pile of shit. Joe, Matthew Broderick Joe, looks disgusting. I'm so fucking glad you said that. Because when you were when you started that statement and you were like, how has he not aged? I was like, Joe. Because he looks like the biggest pile of dog shit right now, currently. He looks like a fucking Dude. toad. He looks like a fucking toad. He's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> he's, disgusting. <laughs> he's absolutely repulsive now. But in this movie, he is fucking young and fucking handsome, dude. He looks like yeah, you are. He looks like he did. Yeah, you know, he's he, he you can see why he was like an 80s heartthrob, right? Right. And he did not age that much. Like 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 uh Rob Lowe today, right? Rob Lowe like when you look at him today, like, oh yeah, I can see why that guy was a was an eighties heartthrob. Right, he, right, right. he does not age. He has good genes. But then like if you were to look at if you were to tell somebody who's never seen a Matthew Broderick film right now, like, oh this guy was, you know, the shit in the eighties, you'd be like, No, he wasn't. Like that's what the fuck happened. <laughs> oh my god, holy shit, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> I feel the same way. Uh, all right, so here's the other weird thing. This is what I was getting at with that last name, Zatopolis or whatever. 
He he named him after a guy on the crew. Patrick Patrick Zatopoulos spelled the exact same way who did like the production effects. He was like production effect coordinator or something like that. But like how that seems like really odd. And it just seems like it, the whole movie to me seems like a little bit of Roland Emmerich just being like, I like this French. And by the way, that guy's French Greece, French Greek, French, whatever. Um, he's French and Greek. And, and like, it just seemed like this whole movie is just like a little shout out to, to, to fucking like his homeboys in France. <laughs> Which Godzilla is probably not the the platform to do that on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Godzilla set in America, especially not the fucking platform to be like France rules, dude. How many fucking jokes are there about like American food and American coffee? It's just like, like and I I don't give a fuck. But like, why why is that in the? It's such a waste of fucking time. The scenes where Gene Reno, dude, a ten minute scene of Gene Reno being like. Oh, what is like doesn't know what a donut is, and it's like well, no no croissants, and you're like, yeah, no fucking croissants, dude. You're in the fucking secret service. You should probably fucking understand when you go to another country, you're not gonna get what you get at home. <laughs> so confused, like oh, and then drinks the coffee, and he's like, oh, <laughs> we get it, dude. Like fucking <laughs> New York City coffee fucking sucks. Of course it does. But like, stop it. <laughs> All right, so you got Matt Broderick, Nick Zatopoulos, you got Harry Shearer, who's a real-life Simpsons news anchor. Michael Lerner, who is like, why does he look so much like Newman from Seinfeld? He does, he does. It's insane. Which is like another thing with the Jurassic Park reference, right? Like, I, I he really oh, went for I agree with that, actually. Because Newman's in Jurassic Park. And for a guy that shit on Jurassic Park, he legit steals, like, several raptor Everything. scenes. Yeah. Like specifically the raptor scenes, like with the baby Godzillas, are, are almost like shot for shot, like a Godzilla, like a Jurassic Park scene. <laughs> like, I completely agree. Fucking totally unnecessary. That's not why we're here. Um, dude, going to a Godzilla movie and watching his fucking his <laughs> his spawn had more uh, screen time than he did. Joe, that's probably fucking true, which is insane. It has to be true. Because that MSG That's sequence wouldn't end. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot, like, I dude, I thought the eggs were there, and um, I forgot that they hatched, and that there were baby Godzilla. Like, that was the main plot for a period. For, for the, you know, <laughs> the, the entire finale. I can't, I can't say that it's the entire plot, because the, the plot would switch from time to time, as we've already discussed. Where, yeah, like the love interest is a whole plot where you're like, wait, is this the focus of the movie? Because the last 15 minutes, it seems uh, that's the focus. And then it just goes away. <laughs> Fucking disappears for a while. <laughs> Dude, and also the setup for the love scene, the love story is so insane. Where she's like, well, that's my high school or college boyfriend on TV. <laughs> Dude, dude, at a diner, it'd be like, turn that up. <laughs> Stop what you're doing and turn that up. <laughs> Give me a break. Oh, my God. My fucking college boyfriend. <laughs> I, the, the fucking laziest introduction to an ex. <laughs> and, dude, even their love, it. even their love was, like, not that, like, 
committed to. Sean, of- <laughs> she immediately like reconnects with him and then uh, sells him out and like steals all his like top secret stuff. <laughs> and then and then and then it's like, hey, are you mad at me? And <laughs> like. And Broderick's like, uh, yeah. And she's like, uh, why? Is it because I stole everything? Like, she literally says that. Dude, like, that she that, does. That's she actually does. a line of dialogue. She's like, is it because I stole everything and gave it to the news? <laughs> and Broderick's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, you didn't say it was off the record. <laughs> Dude, by the way, what Joe was saying is 100%. Like the like word for word, this this is the word for word dialogue of these two idiots, and, and and she's like, well, you didn't say it was off the record, and he's like, I didn't think I had to, and then she's like, listen, I gotta fess up, I'm not a reporter, and that's when he's like, oh, okay, he's <laughs> like, that still wasn't very nice, but I understand, like, wait, what the fuck? Literally just got kicked off a military site, he lost your job. <laughs> fucking ridiculous <laughs> which by the way and, I also would like, be upset it honestly made me laugh so hard to be like why are you mad at me and then saying like the thing that would honestly ruin anybody's relationship with anybody and, and being like oh yeah kinda and you're like oh come on also, it's kind of your fault I know I started this thought a while ago and we probably like went down some other tangent but Matt so he had Kurt Russell in Stargate Will Smith in Independence Day. Why Matt Broderick? Why do you choose this guy to be your lead in an action movie? Because that's what this is. like, Or what yeah. you were trying to make. You were trying to make an action movie. You are trying to redo Independence Day with the dinosaur. Why would you choose Matt Broderick, who the whole movie is just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, golly. Uh, Maybe oh. he's a big... Uh... He's a big fan of war games. He wasn't a fucking draw. My fucking girlfriend was like, well, how far was this removed from Ferris Bueller? And I was like, way too long. He's not. He's 12 years. It's 12 years. Yeah, 12 Ferris years. Bueller was 86. He's not riding the high of Ferris Bueller still. <laughs> like, people, I, th- I feel like everyone was like, Matt, really? Matt Broderick? Like, all right, uh, whatever. He's riding the high of the cable guy. <laughs> riding the high of the cable guy in Mouse Hunt. Or was he in Mouse Hunt? No, that was Nathan Lane. That's Nathan Lane. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, you know, the Lion King. He's still doing good for himself. Wait, does Matt Broderick uh sing in this movie too? Doesn't he have a singing moment in this movie? Or did I make that up? Godzilla? Yeah. I, I, if if he does, I blocked it out. I, I do not remember that. Fuck. Right. I dude, honestly, I might have I fell asleep when I, the, during the first watch of it and I might have just made that up. But anyway. So he's Nick Topopopoulos or whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. He's a worm researcher in Chernobyl. <laughs> Where he's digging up worms to figure out if we're making new kinds of worms in Chernobyl. Which is why, which is why the U.S. government was like, he'll figure out this dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> this guy will solve all of our problems. Uh, which is funny because he shows up and they're like, why are you here, you piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants him there. Um Vicky Lewis, the actress, shows up who she was great in the nineties. Um she shows up. Um and somehow she's attracted to Matt Broderick and it's just like, well, oh, you're fucking cute. But all of this is just to lead I, I don't even understand what this it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because Vicky Lewis is like cool. Like she's not the other woman. She's not anything. There's no issue with Vicky Lewis in this movie at all. So I don't know what this is all about other than to waste time. 
we go to New York City where we meet Audrey, the uh, the ex girlfriend played by Maria Patillo, who all like all these actresses. These were if you look at not actresses, but all the actors in this. If you look at all of them, they were the most '90s actors at the time. It was crazy. They were on. They were in like all the '90s shows. They were like it was wild to like go down these IMDb's. Um, and like you mentioned, she's like uh, the the woman in the workplace being sexually harassed and held down because she's a woman, and because Harry Shearer wants to fuck her, which which. I'm fine with that plot point. Like, like, yeah, I think it's good that he was acknowledging that was a thing. But this was not the, <laughs> this was not the movie to be doing that. It's not Dude, the movie to do it because you don't fucking resolve it. Other at the end, exactly. At the end, like, okay, so if at the end she got his fucking job, great, that, fine. You kind of resolve it. But at the end, she's like, I quit, and he's like, all right. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Literally like, doesn't do anything. There's no resolution to that. Harry Schreer continues to be like a sexual predator in the workplace. Exactly. It's so insane. She just like she's like, yeah, well, I qu- I quit. And he's like, all right, cool. <laughs> it's like peace. And that's it. That's the resolution we get. And this isn't the only scene where she's harassed by him. Like it's sprinkled. Yeah. So that's cool. Which, by the way, Broderick doesn't even punch him or anything at the end. Like, dude, he asks her on a date in front of Broderick. And Broderick's just like, oh, geez. It would, <laughs> which, like, we, we make fun of things for being cliche all the time. But, like, that would have been the most cliche thing ever, right. right? Like, she gets the job at the end, or he's just like, oh, wait a second. It turns around and punches him, right. and they walk off, like, arm in arm. But it makes Doesn't even do that. Makes- can't, can't even bother to do that. Inst- <laughs> instead, she quit. She, she fucking quits, and he keeps his fucking job. <laughs> no harm done. He just goes on to harass the next woman who takes the fucking job. Fucking rolling, man. <laughs> Fucking insane. Um, Broderick also talks about like not getting laid for years, which I, I only note that because because he's talking to Vicky, who's like, no girlfriend. He's like, no, I just fucking play with worms all day. Um, I oh, I am always curious about these researchers in the wild when I watch documentaries about them because they're out there for like years. By themselves or like with limited amount of people, what are they doing, man? You know, like in terms of like status, status fuck it. They're not fucking. I don't know why I can't they're not it. fucking. No, I, what a nightmare. Rub and tug. Rub How do you? Tug. Oh my god, what a! F- I can't, man. Come on, get out of there. Get out of the jungles, guys. <laughs> Enough research has been <laughs> <Dude>. done. <laughs> Go on, gonna, wait, you see, you're gonna look it up? <laughs> Do researchers fuck? I do. I mean, I'm sure. Like, I, I feel like there's there's groups of like the younger, more wild researchers that definitely fuck. But like, what's Jane Goodall doing out there, man? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean was Jane Goodall in the jungle? Like, I don't Bro, think- Jane Goodall was in the jungle. I, I watched a doc- I watched a documentary. Yes, I watched her documentary. Yes. She was just living in the jungle? She was hanging in the jungle. But here's the Chug, thing. Chug, she, Chug, Would you want to fuck in the jungle? Do you know how fucking hot and muggy it would be? Dude, so many bugs. Like, fucking probably inc- risk increases your risk of, like, malaria tenfold. Like, you're fucking, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck. We fell out of the, like, mosquito tent. 
we fucking we moved the mosquito tent over my leg. I got bit by a but mosquito. Just, just the uncomfortableness of <laughs> so disgusting out there. And like honestly, it probably stinks too. Like there's no way you're showering. You're, you're just gonna attract fucking wild animals. And how do you feel about the ones like camping out in Antarctica? How about them, I just I mean, spit I mean, my own drink out. <laughs> this is the most <laughs> idiotic conversation I think we might. Have I mean, listen, listen. I know that, like, when it's like cold, like, because we live in New England, when it's cold, like, you want to cuddle up with somebody. If it was fucking negative sixty degrees out, are you are you in the mood to fuck? There's I guess no you're way. not. I guess you're not, man. I guess you're not. I guess you're right. You're but not. like, here's you're the not. I just I just think about it a lot. I do. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm not, even, <laughs> I'm not even being silly. I'm not even trying to be silly. I, I think about it almost every time I watch like a nature documentary. I'm like, these people are just out there by themselves. Like, what the fuck are they doing? And it's like, oh, they're out there for like a year, you know? Yeah. But I, I once watched Bear Grylls uh, <laughs> show us how, how to drink water out of elephant poop. <laughs> But, like, wringing it out. So, like, of course he's not fucking. Are you kidding me? Like, even if you had, like, let's say you, like, had an attractive camera person. (laughs) They watched you fucking drink water out of (laughs) Drink elephant shit water. (laughs) There's zero chance. They're like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my cat. I don't ever want to look at you again. (laughs) Fucking vile. You fucking disgusting freak. Oh, my. Like, you know how, like... (laughs) Like, like you know, you know how you're supposed to. It's so stupid. Are you supposed to drink and eat like pineapples? Like, you know, so so you taste better for your partner. Like, yeah. Bear Girls is drinking elephant <laughs> water. Like, <Yeah. laughs> fucking disgusting. That shit's tangy. <laughs> <laughs> and eating like oh, fucking gross. rats. <laughs> Eating fucking barbecuing rats, just fucking feasting on fucking fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, fucking that must. That Dude, must. Which, by the way, which, which by the way, I, like I know that he's doing this stuff. Like if, like if you're ever in a predicament, I would rather just die. Like if I if I'm ever in in a spot where I have to find elephant shit and squeeze it so I could like be hydrated, I'd rather just fucking collapse and die. Like I'm not I'm not doing that. <laughs> because like the risk versus reward is so little <laughs> Dude, you're going to get like, like i don't care what bear i know he's the expert i don't give a shit like that can't be clean like that can't be fucking you could dude you you can't even drink like water out of water fountain in certain cities <laughs> but you could drink fucking uh, elephant shit water like that, 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 that the bacteria in that has to be terrible i'm not doing it i'm not fucking doing it Oh my god, I'm fucking crying. For the guy that didn't like us laughing, he's gonna fucking hate this. <laughs> I've literally never laughed so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're you're gonna fucking die if you try to drink water. <laughs> Dude, all these people I watch Bear grills and, like, go out in the wild, and if they try this shit, they're fucking dead. <laughs> like, if you go out in the wild and you think you're gonna get water out of elephant shit, you you're gonna fucking die. You're gonna get the shits and you're gonna fucking dehydrate and fucking yeah, die. Yeah, 100% get dysentery. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs> that's fucking incredible. Did you really see an episode where he did that? No, dude, I, th- that's not a lie. He, 
he had a huge ele- thing of elephant shit. And he squeezed it until water came out and he drank it. He's like, you could always, <laughs> you could always hydrate yourself this one. So uh, I'm gonna try and Google it. I, there's no way I'm, I, there's no way I'm misremembering that. That's so stupid, dude. Of course, you're probably gonna find like six clips of him doing that. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. <clears throat> well. Gene, Gene Reno shows up for no fucking reason at all. Um, and, you know, at the start, you think he's like a there, French journalist. So, sorry. You sorry. found it. Beer Grills, this is a YouTube clip, clip 2007. Beer Grills drinks elephant dung juice. <laughs> like, that's not water. Like, like that description is way more apt than, <laughs> than like, water. You're not <laughs> drinking water. You're drinking elephant shit juice. <laughs> And claiming you can hydrate yourself with it. <laughs> but that, that's the other thing. He has a whole cast with him. Like, he's not going to fucking die. He's not... Like, like it's not a fight-or-flight situation. <laughs> he's just doing shit. Right. He's got a <laughs> medical knows staff. Works. Yeah. How do you know if that works? Dude, he probably walked off camera and immediately got a fucking shot. And, like, threw, threw fucking... Drank a, a thing of Epicac. Yeah, yeah, drank, yeah. Drank a thing of Epicac, threw it up, got a shot, and was like, oh, God, hope nobody fucking tries that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, like I said, Gene Reno shows up for kind of no reason. We think he's a journalist because he's pretending to be a journalist um but clearly something else because he's also got like a mob of people where he's like Ooh. <laughs> speaking in french uh we watched oh we we forgot to mention uh, at the very beginning we watched a japanese ship the only reference of japan in this movie is uh, a wonderful depiction of them uh, a man eating noodles while watching sumo wrestling on a Japanese ship, which <laughs> fucking might be like honestly up there with fucking uh, Mickey Rooney's uh, impression. <laughs> fucking insane. Fucking. All right, what what do they do? They eat noodles and watch sumo wrestling. That's how we'll. That's how we'll let the crowd know that they're fucking Japanese. Most uncultured thing ever. <laughs> fucking insane. Uh well, another three ships. It's so ridiculous because the first Godzilla is such like a social commentary. Yes. Right? I don't know if I don't know when's the last time you've watched it, but like it came out in what nineteen fifty four. So it's only like seven years removed from when we dropped an atomic bomb on Japan. And it's just like their commentary on, on like the fear of nuclear weapons, like what they the atrocity they had to go through, and then Roland Emmer comes and just makes it like a a fucking joke legitimately like doesn't even reference japan like uh, uh, it's fucking insane and the fact that like they even use like the name godzilla it's like it's fucking when that's revealed it's Dude, fucking insane they reference gojira yes as if they're being heady and being like yeah we're gonna pay respect to the original <laughs> that girl goes you morons, it's Gojira. Which, like, if you were honestly doing, like, a great homage to Godzilla, that would be dope. But, like, the fact that you're doing such a disservice to the character, and then including that, being like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> which, Say why the would name she, right. Why Why would she know that? You know? Like, why does she know it's Gojira? It's not a thing until just now. Like, they're just realizing. Like, it's not, there hasn't been a long, like, string oh, of attacks. Oh, my God. <laughs> They have no reference point. It's stupid. 
Uh, another three ships get gobbled up, but this time they're somehow only 200 miles from New York City. For uh, uh, an animal that is trying to nest and eat, uh, it seems really ridiculous to, like, go all the way under, like, South America and then (laughs) (laughs) fucking up to New York City, but whatever. Like, fucking, it was probably fucking freezing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's probably cold-blooded, although I'm pretty sure his blood is technically solid. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, somehow, uh, Matt Broderick and Vicky Lewis, they, uh, they discover that it's that, like, just by talking to each other, they already decided it's not a dinosaur that survived, but a nuclear radiated mutant hybrid. <laughs> They've already figured this out in a matter of fucking minutes. They're like, oh yeah, this is cause of the nuclear testing done there. And the U.S. military is just constantly like, what do you know? And then everything's always accurate, which is bizarre. (laughs) Um, Also, the one thing that cracked me up, and I posted this on our Instagram, was they, so, you know, it's like, it's a fucking, I I don't know, like sci-fi-ish, whatever, movie, action movie. So they constantly have like the military thing popping up for the writing of, as we switch locations, like, like typing the words out, right? And usually it's like, dude, even Carnosaur did that. And Carnosaur's, by the way, Carnosaur's like little writings on the bottom made absolutely no sense. I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. But at least it was like fucking military lingo and shit. <laughs> when they cut to New York City, it says the city that never sleeps. <laughs> dude, I I was going to bring that up to you. Why why did he do that. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Not like the New York City, oh nine hundred hours or whatever. <laughs> Just the city that never sleeps. Which, like, why? Like, for a foreign audience, like, is that a known thing? Like, do people know that New York? Because if, if it was reversed, if it was like you know Paris, but he did a, a Parisian nickname, I would I would know it was taking place what in the Paris. It's like the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, asshole. Fucking, he is totally a jerk job. He, he, dude, the city that never sleeps. Oh, okay, cool. Fucking, <laughs> very uh, professional. Um, <laughs> the city that never sleeps. Uh, a bunch of scenes of New Yorkers screaming shit like, oh, I'm getting soaked here. Hey, <laughs> fucking, the fucking, uh, what was that? M. Night Shyamalan movie. The Happening. The happening, like versions of those New York City <laughs> work. Hey, <I'm> <laughs> the getting, foreman. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting fucking soaked here. Hey, hey. By the way, does it ever stop raining in this movie, no. dude? It's no, raining no. in Chernobyl when Matt Broderick's there. It's raining in New York City the whole time. It's fucking insane. <laughs> um, we see a man fishing. Um, a, a man. By the way, this is the guy that's. Based off of J.D. Lee's, who is like a fucking Godzilla expert and and was a harsh critic of this movie when it was announced. Like, was like, what, what are you guys doing? And like, as shit got leaked. So, I get, I, they just found this guy. I think they added it in later. Because he, he looked like him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
Imagine, like, you said something, like, I mean, we say shit about movies all the time. Imagine if, like, Rob Zombie, like, put two guys that looked like us in. Although, I wouldn't be that mad about it, but I'd it do, would be it'd insane. Be biggest, it would be the biggest honor of my life. It would be it would be an honor, but it would also be insane. I'd be like, why does this guy fucking give a shit what we say? Makes, like, two fucking radio hosts that, like, look exactly like us. Um... <laughs> Well, this guy, yeah, this guy, uh, this guy, like, okay, so you, like, you were talking about Godzilla under, like, manholes and shit. This falls into that weird category. This guy catches Godzilla on his fishing pole. (laughs) Right? Yes. Like, they're like, you caught a big one! And then, like, you see Godzilla, like, coming to the surface, and you're like, wait. Dude, he, so, so... (laughs) The tidal wave that Godzilla is bringing would honestly wipe out New York City alone. Like, and and, and this old guy is like outrunning it somehow. That Godzilla wouldn't even need to make landfall. The 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 way that the water has risen would just completely wipe out Manhattan. Dude, he ca- he caught Godzilla. God Godzilla bought his- <laughs> Godzilla bit his fucking fishing line. And he's still holding on to the pole. And they're like, bring it in. What are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, my God. Fucking ins- it's the most insane thing I've ever heard. <laughs> anyway. Um, Godzilla is in New York City within 30 minutes of this movie, which would be great if it ended which, in 45 which, minutes. Which, dude, that, uh, exactly. That is what you want, right? Like, right. You don't want Godzilla to take his time getting to New York City. Right. You just want him there. Right. <laughs> and he still fucks it up. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Within 30 minutes, that's tight. That's perfect. Like, you're, like, you're, you're on a pace that's insane, <laughs> unless the movie's two hours and 20 minutes, and we never see Godzilla. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, they drop uh they drop a few offensive words that are not allowed anymore. They drop the R word, which was weird to hear. And that same also that woman also says WAP, which was like also weird to hear. Like not that that's like Wait, says WAP? Yeah. She's like, yeah, you fucking WAP. Dude, it's a fucking animal. said that? Animal's girlfriend. Yeah, dude. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, like, a French guy that's like, hey, what do, a, what do a New Yorker say? Fucking WAP. She calls Animal a WAP. Hank Azaria, who I don't think is Italian. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> She's like, oh, you fucking WAP. Which is different than a WAP, everyone. All, all, you, all you kids out there. It's wet old pussy. <laughs> uh was Hank Azaria a poo? Yes. Was he anyone else? He might he probably had like eight other characters. Oh yeah, he, oh yeah, he, he has a ton of them. Okay. Um he does his famous footprint scene, which I felt like was like iconic at the time. Where he's like filming Godzilla and Godzilla fucking <laughs> Godzilla somehow <laughs> it goes between his three toes. <laughs> Which is so fucking ridiculous, because, like, even just the way, like, a person steps, like, I feel like, regardless of if he landed somehow in between the toes, like, as a creature, your toes probably, like, close as you lift up. 
would have just fucking decimated fucking Hank Azaria. Yeah, also, like, you know, the, the pavement. You're right. Last There's so much shit happening. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Anyway. Hank's, um, he's, um, Mo as well. Mo. That, he's that's the Mo? That sticks out the most. Yeah. Wow. Bone Wiggum. Oh, wow. Good for him. I hate seeing him be a real actor in person. Can I tell you? Can I say that? Although he's amazing in the birdcage. Amazing in the yeah, birdcage. I was going to say, out of, out of all of them, well, Harry Shearer is pretty good in Spinal Tap and stuff. But like, yeah. I, I, I don't mind Hank. I don't mind Hank. I, I don't love Hank. I, I really don't love Hank. Frank, I'm fine with as an actor. He's good. But Hank, I don't know. He just always bothers me. Not that he's been in a ton, but whenever I see him, I'm like, ugh. But Birdcage, he's fucking killer, and he's he's so fucking good at that. Um, but that's, I mean, that's, I feel like that's like he's doing more like physical acting in that. Like, there's a lot of physical comedy with that character. Sure. Which, like, usually he's like, I feel like he's leaning on his voice a lot. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, uh, yeah. I know, I know you're a fucking voice actor, dickhead. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so mad. Anyway, um, Audrey keeps seeing Nick on TV. She's very dreamy about this guy that she hasn't seen in like a fucking decade, but whatever. Uh, Harry, Harry, or I mean, Gene Reno, a lot of references from this point on about American food and American culture. Uh, the croissant, the coffee's dog shit. Uh, oh, you said this was French roast. <laughs> like, dude, you're an adult man. Imagine, like, going to another country and, like, like, dude, imagine going to, like, you go to another, like, you go to Japan and you, like, order a burger. You're not going to be surprised that the burger doesn't fucking taste like an American burger. You're going to be like, of course it doesn't. <laughs> it's a fucking Japan. You wouldn't be like, oh, this is a burger. Like, what the fuck? I mean, I don't know why you'd say it in a French accent, but you, you, you wouldn't be confused. That that right. something named like an American American barbecue does not taste like American barbecue. But Gene Reno is very confused. Um and then they lose Godzilla, of course. As soon as he makes landfall, they're like, Where the fuck is he? And Matt Broderick comes up with the idea to uh 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 <laughs> feed him fish. <laughs> <laughs> what a Godzilla trope. Well, Classic Godzilla also, trope. Love Matthew Broderick also like tames Godzilla by waving his finger Bro, at him. That scene fucking pisses me off. <laughs> okay, wait, what scene pisses you off more? Matt Broderick somehow befriending Godzilla in that scene. Or Godzilla holding a grudge against them, thinking those four killed his babies in an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- honestly, I think the friend one, the, the befriending one, dude, chasing them for thirty minutes in a fucking cab, like as if Godzilla knows what they like. What there's eight billion cabs in New York City. He's a stupid lizard. And <laughs> <laughs> Gene Reno somehow like outmaneuvering everything. Oh, I mean, driving through like Godzilla's teeth, <laughs> dude. The city is a fucking mess, dude. Driving through Godzilla, it's fucking. That's a scene. Driving up his foot twice. (laughs) It's fucking madness, dude. The city's a fucking disaster. (laughs) That shit pisses me off so bad. Uh, (laughs) 
Well, anyway, Matt Broderick's like, hey, you know what we need to do? Uh, by the way, the general of the army's idea is like, we can't let him leave this island. The You would be like, get him off this fucking island. <laughs> do whatever. You, the, the idea would be to bait him out of the island. Right, because he hasn't destroyed all of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's trap him here so just to make sure he fucking destroys everything. Each and every house. <laughs> every establishment. <laughs> so Matt Broderick's like, okay, I'll help you. Uh, let's find all the fish. Uh, and there is a scene of like eight, 18 military helicopters and like, you know, like the pump up music that you get in action movies. Like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> they're carrying fucking fish <laughs> to New York City. To build a pile of fish. Uh, and then Matt Broderick's like, wait a minute. <laughs> he can't smell the fish. Open up all the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. This is so fucking insane. So they do it. And of course, Matt Broderick opens the one, like you said, where you could see him breathing out of it. And he's like, he's like, Rawr. and Matt Broderick's like, what is that? <laughs> As if there isn't a fucking enormous dinosaur on the loose. And, uh, you know, of course, Godzilla erupts out of there. And then Matt Broderick tames him. And Matt Broderick takes a fucking picture with, like, a, a fucking shitty disposable camera. Which I don't even know if kids know what a fucking disposable camera is. But they're not good. And in the flash, for some reason, Godzilla's like... <laughs> and this, this scene actually is something that they'll refer back to. Which is fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't make sense why they refer back to it. When they refer back to it, it doesn't make sense. But the Flash does not appear to affect Godzilla other than he's like, what? Which is insane because he's enormous. And this is the smallest Flash of all time. <laughs> Dude, if that Flash like affected him, like lightning would fucking end his life. It, it would cripple him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, holy shit, what the fuck? Dude, the lights from the city of New York City are like... Right. The city that never sleeps. So, there's never a time where the lights are off, right? Right. It would just ruin him. He literally walks through Times Square. It would literally... He'd cripple. He'd collapse and die. And he definitely wouldn't make MSG a nest at that point. Anyway. um, I wrote a note right at that scene where I wrote, This movie fucking sucks. Um, so anyway, Godzilla erupts out, uh, doesn't bother Matt Broderick though. Uh, and the, this is when the military is like, let's get them. The first thing they do is blow up the flat iron building. Demo- f- fucking like it implodes. It just collapses entirely. The building's gone. The flat iron building, New York city landmark forever is gone <laughs> because the military just blows it up. Um, also, it's the only scene where Godzilla breathes fire, and it's more of like dragon fire than the like atomic fire yes. that that yeah. we're known for. So it's just like this big giant balling flame. Um. Then the military proceeds to blow up the Chrysler Building. <laughs> By the way, my son was watching me take notes for the first time on a movie because this was like the first movie he could watch with me while we were while I was taking notes. 
And he was laughing so hard that I wrote, the military shooting bullets into buildings with no Godzilla even in front of them. <laughs> he was laughing so hard, and he's like, it's so true. And I was like, yeah, I, I know. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> James does. Dude, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. They're literally just like, da, 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 da. There's, because Godzilla's not on, see, on the screen that much. So most of the scenes, you're just watching his tail, like, leave the scene and like the military is just blowing holes in these lit apartments like if all the lights were out you'd be like okay maybe everyone evacuated but like the lights are on and they're just like also he's the biggest target like they could have ever possibly been given you would just stop they they are trained for this like to shoot other planes to shoot uh, you know people down it's Uh, a fucking dinosaur and speaking of trained, how about when they've done nothing to him and the guy goes, oh, I think we got him. <laughs> what, what would make you think that? <laughs> what? You have not landed a single fucking shot on this monster. What? what? I think we got him. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, they didn't. They didn't. And Godzilla kills all those people. But... Then he hugs a building and screams. I think it's the Empire State Building. Yes. Who the fuck knows? I mean, it can't be the Chrysler. He just shot it down. Right. So at this point, Matt Broderick is like, hey, you know what we should do? Um, buy some home pregnancy tests. <laughs> Which is also the meat cute for him and Audrey. <laughs> Audrey walks in and is like, well, oh, you got how many women you testing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine even if you thought like you see your ex on the news and you're like, I, I should like talk to them again. And then you do run into them and they're buying 18 pregnancy kits. You'd be like, I'm good, man. I'm fucking out of here. This is fucking nuts. <laughs> even if it's not for women, this is fucking out of control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, they decide to have tea in out of beakers. Uh, uh, and we get, a, we get a little backstory of their love life, which is completely uninteresting and again not the plot of the movie or maybe it is we don't know so you kind of retain it because you're like maybe oh oh, maybe this is the plot of the movie um and through human home test pregnancies he has determined that and a a blood sample he's collected godzilla's blood he has determined that (laughs) godzilla is pregnant yes and then you're like oh i think this is the plot of the movie which I think maybe it is. But it's the least... Uh, probably. I mean, it's... Be- but it's the closest one, probably. But it's also the it's least... what he focuses on the most, right? Right. At the end? Right. And it, But it's the least Godzilla aspect of the movie ever. <laughs> like, of all... Like, like, this is so far from a Godzilla movie. This is probably the furthest point from it. Like, on a graph... God... Godzilla being asexual and pregnant is so far off the fucking map for, for a Godzilla movie. Um, I do remember, though, when I was young and I saw it in theaters, I was like, fucking Godzuki, baby. <laughs> I was like, I used to watch the Godzilla cartoon on Cartoon Network, like, way late at night. And I was, I fucking loved Godzuki. And uh, I was like, oh, give me some Godzuki. And it was not at all Godzuki. It was not endearing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. 
And then the lamestream fucking media steals a secret videotape. (laughs) And it's just of a traumatized guy who Gene Reno, like, fucking (laughs) shows a lighter to. And he's like, oh, Godzilla. Like, oh, cool. (laughs) Cool. That's exactly what it is. Why is that even a thing? Gene Reno's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get him to talk. And just lights a lighter. The guy's like, oh, <laughs> oh my god. Which again, uh, Godzilla's not a real thing. So, like, why are these people mentioning him? <sighs> anyway, Gene Reno is now staking out the U.S. military, which <laughs> is fucking insane because we still don't know who Gene Reno is. <laughs> he has not been introduced to us as a character. Uh, uh, he's just kind of been lingering around in the background, which is nuts. Um, Matt Broderick tells the government, you know, about the pregnancy tests. Uh, at the same time, they see his stolen video on the news where they also cite him. They're like, this is all from Nick Tatapopoulos. And uh, so they fire him. <laughs> Fucking cite. <laughs> And that's also when we get this the sick scene between Matt and Audrey where he's he's like, Oh Matt yeah. Well, I guess you're right. She's like, I'm not a reporter and he's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Silly me. I guess I'll I, inconsider it. I mean he legitimately says like he's like, Well it's still not okay, but uh I guess it's alright. <laughs> I mean, they literally, like, get married at the end, but. Um, so, Broderick's fired, so he gets in a cab, goes to the airport, but nope, no dice, because Gene Reno is driving the cab. Superhero Gene Reno, who turns out to work for the French Secret Service. Um, and the reason he wants Matt, Broderick, is because they both want to find the nest. Yes. Seems like Gene Reno should probably just work with the U.S. government. <laughs> I mean, it it does. Like, why why wouldn't they just combine forces? Like, what at, at this point, honestly, that's a great point. Why wouldn't the U.S. be calling all nations at this point and be like, "Hey, uh, we need to do something. Like, this it's going to come for you next." Like, right. <laughs> Instead, Gene Reno's hiding in secret, hoping that project gets fired so he can pick him up in a cab. <laughs> so he can steal him. Dude, that's like the, that's the, that is the mindset of conspiracy theorists, right? Like, right. Like, like hoping that the government tricks you into taking a vaccine so they can, so they can monitor you, right? Like, there's so much thought and so much like variables that go into. That would have to happen for them to win, which is which is Gene Reno's endgame here. And we we actually talked about that with the vaccine because it's so funny because they're literally throwing vaccines out right now. Just an FYI, everyone, just call your local vaccine places to see if they have them at the end of the day because you can get them because they're throwing them out. Imagine if this was a big pot to get everyone vaccinated. And they're like, oh, I'm just going to toss them in the fucking dumpster. We're not actually trying to get everyone vaccinated with these microchips. We're just fucking... Fuck it. <laughs> Idiotic. Dude, it, like, so many variables. Like, imagine being that stupid that you think you're outsmarting the government. I don't know. 
Don't even get me started. Uh, well, <laughs> but Roland Emmerich is of the same mindset. Yes, yeah. that's what he thinks. That's the point of all this. Is Roland Emmerich? <laughs> Roland Emmerich thought that would be a good enough plot point for, for the fucking movie. French government is gonna fucking fix the U.S. government. But they have to wait for for this one guy to they get have to fired. Wait for for, Matt Broderick, for, a, a worm doctor. <laughs> a fucking guy studying worms. To lose his job uh, by, by chance. <laughs> so then they can scoop him up. Like, so, that's such a ridiculous thing to put your money on. What do they even need Matt Broderick for? Nothing. Dude, they recruit him almost as a super soldier, and he sucks. Like, again, if Matt Broderick was Will Smith, I get it. Like, dude, America's best, brightest soldier. Okay, fine. Like, I mean, it's still absurd. But, like, yeah, Jean Reno's waiting for the best soldier to come out so they can infiltrate the nest and, like, take care of business. (laughs) Instead, they're like, Matt, you know all this stuff that I already know. So, can you, like, join us? (laughs) And be useless, and like every time you run into trouble, be like, I can't do this. <laughs> Fucking madness. Um, so, oh, well, while that happens, uh, Audrey and uh, Hank Azaria, they also figure out the entire plan of the French, <laughs> the French Secret Service. Um, which is also crazy because Hank's like, hey, I just drove by and, uh, I heard the French Secret Service explaining their entire plan. <laughs> and Audrey's like, so we have to go too. And so they go. They go. <laughs> they they all, Hank and Audrey go in the demolished tunnels. And the French and Matt Broderick are also down there. But like kind of separate, right? Right. Um, there's so many scenes of just nothing happening. It's completely bizarre. But ultimately, uh, Godzilla, they see Godzilla down there for so long. Like, dude, the weird things are like, you just, they like kind of just follow Godzilla's like body. Like there's 8 million scenes of like watching Godzilla's body and tail go by. Right. And as if you're going to be like, holy shit, that's so fucking impressive. (laughs) And it just happens throughout the movie. It's insane. Um, and that's what happens here. And then ultimately Godzilla finally leaves the subway. <laughs> and uh, God, dude, God, dude, I felt like this scene was the longest one of Godzilla just walking around, watching his feet and his tail, like maneuver around New York City and the military being like, hold fire, hold fire. <laughs> and then they attack him and he just jumps in the ocean. <laughs> Dude, Godzilla, like, leaping and pouncing in this movie is so fucking stupid, and he does it so often. Also, the, the military telling them to hold fire when they just blew up the Chrysler building, like, what are you holding back <laughs> for now? They're suddenly being like, careful. <laughs> like, you've heard, like, all, the gloves are off. You, you've already destroyed one of the most famous landmarks in New York City. Like, don't hold back anymore. Just fucking unleash and kill the monster. Right. But he jumps in the ocean, and we're, uh, we're we're told by another military guy, he's like, don't worry, the Navy's got this. <laughs> we see, which is crazy, because, you know, Godzilla's just been tearing through ships the entire beginning of the movie. So, um, and the Navy, the Navy are the keystone cops of this movie. It was so insane to watch. <laughs> like, it was literally just the helicopter scenes again. But the Navy blowing themselves up with fucking, <laughs> fucking, 
whatever you call what what are they are they still missiles if they're underwater? Torpedoes? Torpedoes, that's a word. They're just blowing each other up with torpedoes. That li- <laughs> that literally happens. They blow each other up with torpedoes cuz Godzilla outmaneuvers them. <laughs> They lock on Godzilla, shoot torpedoes. Godzilla scratches one of the fucking ships, and then they fucking all explode. Because <laughs> they shot torpedoes at each other. <laughs> Some dumbest shit I've ever heard. That's the end of the Navy, by the way. The Navy's done. That's the last we'll see of them. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, Matt Broderick and the French... Uh, Secret Service find the eggs in MSG, baby. Yes. <laughs> and Hank Azaria gives us our New Yorker moment saying, uh, eh, they wrecked the garden, now I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> Although he doesn't say fuck because it's PG-13, but now I'm pissed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, fucking thank God, man. Now we can finally build like a real stadium here. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> insane. Um, MSG is the nest. Yes. The secret service starts planting, uh, explosives all over the eggs, which is a good idea until the eggs start hatching. (laughs) (laughs) The U S government finally decides they should find the nest too. Cause Vicky is like, Hey, I think Matt Broderick was right about the nest. (laughs) And, the military guy's like, oh, fucking fine. Search every building. Can't, dude, search every building. and Stop it. Just fucking, it's insane. This is insane. That's insane. Just say no. Every- Just say no. <laughs> search every building. How many buildings in New York City? God damn it. How about search any building that would fit a Godzilla to, to shit eggs in? Because, first of all, how did Godzilla spray eggs into MSG? <laughs> Exactly. Like the roof was still intact, right? Right. (laughs) I don't know, man. Like that would actually be sick. That that would be sick if he blew off the roof of MSG and then like shit eggs into it. (laughs) Like I, you know what? That's a movie I'm with. I'm. You know what? I'm just gonna say if there's a Roland Emmerich cut of this movie where Godzilla rips the roof off and shits eggs into MSG, that makes a whole lot more sense than. Sean, there's not. This is all Roland Emmerich's doing. There's not. Anyway. A Roland Emmerich cut is probably even more fucking ridiculous. Bizarre. Yeah. Just so much more French people. Yeah. All French superhumans. <laughs> Just cutting to French people being like, oh, les incompetents. This cough, this cough, he sucks. And then punching down the Empire State Building. <laughs> McDonald's <boy. laughs> oh man the baby Godzilla start hatching um, the French are like hey we're gonna sacrifice ourselves Matt Broderick go go tell them to bomb it and I'm like oh that's a that's a cool ending but <laughs> that's not the fucking ending <laughs> that we get. And they don't sacrifice themselves. Gene Reno immediately leaves his post <laughs> from, like, <laughs> from like sacrificing himself to leading the charge <laughs> instantly. Cause, cause Matt Broderick's character like goes up like the elevator and just constantly keeps running into dinosaurs that don't kill him for some reason. Uh, and, and, and comes down and then is like, I can't leave. <laughs> and, <laughs> 
Gene Reno's like, okay. <laughs> um, so they decide to um, uh, they decide to film, right? They they decide to like hijack the the news. Oh, by the way, yes. You, you did you see that sick Sports Radio sixty six logo in the background? <laughs> I did. I did. I dude. I feel like. I mean. I. I don't feel like. I. I know. Like no one else in the country gives a fuck about that. But I feel like anyone on the, in Connecticut, New York, and Long Island, saw that Sports Six Sixty Six, banner and was like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> Mike and the Mad Dog for life, baby." <laughs> <laughs> did your dad listen Mike, to that or no? No, he did not. I did though. Mm-hmm. Did- my dad listened to that times, all the time. The amount of times that Mike would fall asleep on, on the <laughs> Yeah. I we could have a whole podcast dedicated to reliving Mike and the Mad Dog. Dude, but, but specifically Mike by the way, guys, so what we're talking about is there's a radio station out of Long Island, Sports Radio 66, the fan. WFAN New York. And they it's a it's a New York sports radio station on FAM radio and it was hosted by two guys mike and the mad dog who were so fucking obnoxious that they couldn't even stand each other to, to make them millions of dollars and they had to split up <laughs> and uh ultimately i mean mad dog was fucking the glue baby i love mad dog but mike was just this bumbling old asshole and continued to be for like a decade after the show end and he had his own show what's his last name mike Francesa, yeah. And he, his later years were so embarrassing. Spilling soda all over the desk. <laughs> falling asleep and knocking over his soda. And then people would, like, prank call him. Their, their screening was so primitive <laughs> that, like, they could not screen prank callers. And, like, people would get through and be like, hey, you're going to fall asleep and knock over the soda again? And he'd be like, I never you fell know, asleep. Uh, uh, then I was blinking. <laughs> I was blinking. With my- <laughs> Dude, my favorite Mike Francesa moment, though, is him counting to counting the bowls for that year and ca- getting up to like 60. And literally, it's dead air for like, like five to 10 minutes of him being just saying the numbers. He's going, he's not listing the bowls or the games. He's going one. Two, three. He's look and he's looking at a newspaper because it was simulcast on video. <laughs> You're looking at him reading a newspaper and he's going five, six, <laughs> seven, <laughs> eight. <laughs> that was literally his format. Like ninety percent of his show was him not only reading from the newspaper, but but just but just the camera on him reading a newspaper. So he, so he wasn't <laughs> reading out loud. It was just just him reading a newspaper. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. <laughs> It was insane. It was fucking insane. <laughs> like like the mad joy, dog. Joy from the Bronx. The, the reason the two of them work together is because, you know, right. Mike was a slug and the mad dog had energy, right? So they're, they're, right. they're like the yin and the yang. And then when right. the mad dog left, it was just Mike Francesca literally doing nothing. <laughs> Reading the newspaper. <laughs> Spilling Coca-Cola all over his fucking equipment. <laughs> And there was something else. Oh, there was, dude, he was like, <laughs> another one that was amazing. And there was like, I feel like there was like a YouTube page where they like 
constantly uploaded mic clips, but I can't remember what it was called. But um, another one of my favorites was he was like, hey, can you believe uh, these uh, these MLB teams, uh, these baseball teams? They're selling ridiculous merchandise like uh, like uh, cork cork openers. And he's like, look at this. We got LA, L- <laughs> LA Angels, Texas Rangers. And then he proceeds to list all the teams in the MLB because they're all, of course, they're all selling the same merchandise. That's like the formula for teams. Like the league sells the rights to it. And he's just listing every team. Yeah, you got fucking Cleveland Indians, uh, cork openers. It's like, what's this all about? And he just listed every fucking team for like 25 minutes. Couldn't believe it. Uh, Sports Radio 66, the fam. Anyway, they get a shout out in this movie, which I thought was cool. But I'm probably not on Roland's radar. Probably not. It had to have been somebody else that like threw it up there. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Or they probably paid for it, which is insane. <laughs> that is insane. Um, a thing that that no one would get, but like you know, a handful. Right, like only the East Coast gives it. Like no one from fucking LA is going to tune into Sports Radio sixty six in Long Island. Uh, anyway, they have uh, they so they broadcast the news right. Like the, their their whole idea is they can't escape, so they're like, okay, we're going to broadcast to the news to get this information to the military to blow up MSG. Now instead of just hijacking the news channel and being like, help us blow up MSG. They proceed to have an entire news segment. Like, <laughs> like as if they're going to win like a Pulitzer or something. It's insane. It's fucking insane. And then the military sees it and is like, wait, we should probably blow up MSG. So then they somehow get a text message through like a computer that's like, you have six minutes to escape. Yes. Um, guess what? Uh, I feel like. Then they're like, okay, we can escape. And they do escape within six minutes, which they probably should have done before filming a new segment. Did they do it? Not only do they escape in six minutes, they do it fucking easily. Uh, yeah, because Matthew Broderick stops the baby Godzillas by spilling gumballs. <laughs> <laughs> he spills gumballs and all the baby Godzillas slip on him and can't catch them. <laughs> Slapstick. You're fucking kidding me? It's fucking insane. They probably weigh 400 pounds. The gumballs would just smash under their feet. <laughs> they say they're nine feet tall already. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. I know. <laughs> uh, but the gang, they, they escape via Penn Station, which is literally... That's like the only way I'd ever walk through Penn Station ever again. I, I've walked through Penn Station once. I'll never do it again. It was, and even then, I would even question it. I would even be like, Penn Station or walk through Godzilla Babies. I'd probably be like, well, <laughs> your likelihood of surviving a walk through Penn Station it might be lower. <laughs> might be <laughs> fucking lower. Because there's no way those mole people have left the station. They've actually probably... Just inherit. Penn Station is a nightmare, and you can't get to uh, to MSG from Grand Central on the Metro North. So you have to take Penn Station. Yeah. Unless you're going to walk there or take a cab. Right, and that's what I usually choose to do because I'm I'm not going to Penn Station, dude. Oh, dude, I, I, it's like it's like a 
25 minute walk. I walk every single time. There's no dude, way. Because it smells like, dude, it smells, oh my God. The smell, uh, it's insane. Why Why is that? I want to fucking. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. We're both so frazzled that we're like speaking and like. <laughs> <laughs> dude, because like, the subway, like, New York City subways honestly give people like a form of like. Post-traumatic stress, you know? Like, you see things on there, and you're like, Jesus Christ, like, how am I going to recover from this? Like, <laughs> like I once saw a bum fucking wiping their ass <laughs> on the subway, like, in a subway can, with toilet paper, and then just, like, putting it on the seat, like, so it was, like, a pile. Like, it's fucking disgusting, you know? Dude, what's that subway, cre- is it subway creatures on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to get a glimpse of New York City subways, and by the way, most of that shit's pretty tame, honestly, compared to some of the stuff I've seen. But it's it gives you a glimpse inside what happens daily. <laughs> Those fucking things. Dude, and the police had the audacity to to arrest two of my friends for drinking on the fucking subway. <laughs> fucking kidding me? You don't have anything else? That's insane. You probably could have found problem. two other things on that subway. <laughs> Fucking nuts. Wait, which you can edit it out. Which two got arrested for that? Uh, dude, I think it was. Um, so I know one of them. One of them was definitely Miriam, <laughs> of course, because he was like the brave. Like you know how he gets when he drinks, and he gets like all brazen, and he's like, "I fucking do whatever I want," and like took it out of the brown paper bag, and like was just <laughs> drinking. And I was like, "Oh boy!" And then I think the other one was, I want to say it was Thule, who. Who, like, probably Miriam convinced what that was a good idea. So he just yeah, yeah. went along with it. <laughs> uh, but they were I, they were let off. Like, they, were, they had to go into, like, a containment unit for a minute. And then I think they ultimately left with a ticket. <laughs> but, dude, like, it was weird. Like, the, 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 the doors opened at a stop. And the police just came in. And they were like, you too. And I was like, dude... I've watched guys jerk off on the subway and like no one fucking did anything. <laughs> did it for like five stops and we were on there for one fucking stop. Although, to be swore. fair, like those those trains probably have cameras, right? Right. If I see a guy jerk off, I'm, like, I'm not fucking jack off. <laughs> but if I, if I know I can make two easy arrests from two fucking schmucks drinking beers, I'm hopping on it all day, you know? Clearly from the sub, <laughs> clearly from the suburb. Yeah. We'll definitely, These guys are not they're from fine. here. They're showered, you know. <laughs> Easy money right there. That's fucking true. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, they escape through Penn Station, and the U.S. government blows up MSG. <laughs> Why you wouldn't just nuke New York City at this point is beyond me. Because, like, like you're like, oh, good. That's where all the eggs are. There, there's no way that this lizard we've never seen before has not laid eggs anywhere else. <laughs> That's a great point. Why would, why would they think it was just confined there? God. And they don't even do that, by the way. FYI. Spoilers for the end. <laughs> they don't even They don't even blow up all of MSG. Audrey and Nick share a smooch and you're thinking it's the end. It's not. Because Godzilla pops out. And we still have like fucking 20 minutes left in this fucking movie. (laughs) Godzilla rises from MSG, which he was not in, but I guess was under or something. I I don't know. 
what the fuck is happening? And he sees his dead babies and it pisses him off. And they acknowledge this because they're like, what? what do you think he's thinking? And Jean Reno's like, I think he's mad. <laughs> and they fucking run or whatever. Um, and another chase, which is uh, very common in this movie between a, uh, you know, much slower creatures being the humans and giant monsters occurs a foot race between the two that for some reason, the humans win every time, (laughs) but then they get in a cab and then Godzilla still proceeds to chase them for miles and miles for the next 15 minutes. They're just riding in a cab while Godzilla chases them. And like the most elaborate end to this bullshit, like, Matt Broderick throws out the fucking... But Matt Broderick doesn't just throw out the, the like, the cabbie number so they can call the cab. He... They double back. They pass the military. And Matt Broderick's like, turn around! And, like, dude, it's, like, so unnecessary. Like, this plot is not that thoughtful. Like, just... If you just pretended the military was like, we're going to hijack all the radios on the taxis because we just saw him in a taxi, that works. <laughs> We don't need Matt Broderick doubling back to set throw them something and then being like, that son of a bitch. That that fucking genius son of a bitch. Anyway, they get trapped in a tunnel where Godzilla is completely blocking them and like literally about to eat them. Um and they they get they get around this by flashing their high beams at him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he hates the fucking flashes. <laughs> And this this is what we're supposed to get from that camera flash scene fucking two hours ago. It built up that he hates flashing lights. Which, by the way, he didn't even react negatively to. Matt Broderick took a picture and he leaned into Matt Broderick <laughs> and was like, what was that? <laughs> like, I would not be like, he hates those fucking things. Anyway, that's what they use to get rid of Godzilla uh, from the tunnel. They leave, and their plan is to bring him to the Brooklyn Bridge, which they do. He is able to walk across the entirety of the Brooklyn Bridge <laughs> without it ever collapsing until he gets to the middle. <laughs> and like, which is like the sturdiest part, right? Probably. And he's walking on on like the top of it, not even like the foundational part of it. Yo, <laughs> they could have. If you were Godzilla, you're not going to even walk on the bridge. You're going to walk in the water because you're 18 stories tall. (laughs) Yes, and where he's comfortable. Exactly. Why would he? He's walking on the cables. It would be such a headache. It's insane. And again, the size of him is weird because I don't think I, I feel like any whatever size he was would be towering over the Brooklyn Bridge. Correct. But for some reason, he is now in the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> like, like, his head reaches the top of the cables of the Brooklyn Bridge. Right. This fucking movie pisses me off. <laughs> Honestly, even, like, the ratios make less sense than a guy in a suit that they just built, like, a shitty town around. Like, that makes way more fucking sense. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. So, they bring him to the Brooklyn Bridge. The bridge collapses. The cables wrap around him. Which I guess was the whole plan. And then they shoot him with missiles, which they've done this entire movie. But for whatever reason, these missiles kill him. (laughs) And he fucking dies in front of Matt Broderick, which 
is also weird to me, but whatever. I don't know. Anyway, more, you think that's the fucking end. And then you get more Cisco and Ebert bashing for a, a good three minutes of just Cisco and Ebert talking and like making fun of themselves. Fucking <laughs> insane. Jean Reno saying something about a tape. He's like, I'll return the tape after I edit some stuff out, if you know what I mean. And I don't know what, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. I have no idea what the fuck he means. <laughs> and then Jean Reno walks away like a lone military man. <laughs> he's dressed in, he's not plain clothes. He's in full military garb. Just walks away in the dark street. And, uh, <laughs> and Audrey goes, Audrey goes, who was that French guy anyway? <laughs> and Matt Broderick, dude, like, he is the hero. Like, he is, like, the fucking, like, Batman of this movie. <laughs> and fucking Matt Broderick. Yeah, I said, I said at the beginning, they, they made Jean Reno a superhero. Yeah. And Matt Broderick goes, I don't know, some insurance guy. Which is a callback to, like, Matt Broderick asking if he was in insurance. <laughs> Which wasn't funny to begin with. And that's the end. Oh, wait. No, that's not the end. We cut to MSG, which has been bombed. And uh, there's one sole egg left. And a baby a baby Godzilla wakes from it. Actually hatches. So, like, there's no fucking ending. Anyway. <laughs> They were going to make a second one, and that didn't happen. So then they made they're a They're going to cr- make two. They're, they're, they're going to make two sequels. The yeah, wor- then they made the cartoon. The, then they made the... Fu- they were like, you know what? Let's make a cartoon. <laughs> didn't didn't Japan make their own where it kills yes. the American Godzilla? God, I think it was in Godzilla 2000, and American Godzilla shows up, and regular Godzilla just fucking murders him. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, I wouldn't even recognize it. Like, I would be like, that is such a fucking... I mean, I guess I would have to. I, I I don't know. I don't know which way I would go. Which way would you go? Would you mock it or would you just be like, I don't ever want to fuck... I feel like you'd have to acknowledge it as such a piece I'd mock it. I'd, I'd 100% mock it. You'd have to. Because, like, I feel like you actually do have to because... Because it made so much money and it was so... It's so, like, globally known. Like, you have to, you have to mock it. And it... It said it assert your dominance. It said it did well internationally. Like other countries, I guess that weren't introduced to like Japanese Godzilla saw this and they were like, "Oh shit, that's cool," (laughs) (laughs) which is insane. (laughs) Fucking nuts. (sighs) And that's it, man. That's Godzilla. Godzilla, nineteen ninety-eight. What's what what next week is uh when does um we we were talking about this before when does the new Mortal Kombat come out? Uh, let's, let's I'm gonna pull it up. See. Mortal Kombat release date is April 16th. This one gets here. So our next episode would be released three days before the new Mortal Kombat. I think it's only fitting to do both Mortal Kombats. Okay, let's do it. Or, or we're gonna do a two and one. Or we? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a two and one. Okay. We'll we'll have to format it a little differently. We're not gonna do a four hour fucking episode, but I I don't I don't think that'll be difficult so with said, Mortal Kombat. So, so. I don't I don't think that'll be difficult with Mortal Kombat. 
How can you even talk about a fucking movie where it's like literally like fight? <laughs> and there's <laughs> literally just here. a video game. There's a video game match for like there's like 18 video game matches in a movie. It's like it'll be great. Well, I don't even know if it'll be great. It might be terrible, but we'll give it a shot. I can't I can't wait to do it. I mean, I haven't seen them since I saw them in theaters for when they came out. Have you? No, of course. Not. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So we're gonna do the more fucking <laughs> the fucking hot, the guy who plays Highlander plays Raiden, which, which is insane, the most absurd thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Raiden. <laughs> um, I'm excited to do them. Uh. I think we're going to do, and your birthday is, uh, when's your birthday? Uh, your birthday is uh, the tw- 21st. All right. So this one comes out then this one comes out then. Okay. So after mortal Kombat, I, we're going to do a different movie for your birthday. Um, that we'll talk about next week. Um, but then I think after that we should do, a, I think we should do our video game series after mortal Kombat. We'll take a hiatus for your birthday week. Um, for a special horror birthday movie. Okay. And then we'll hit up Do, some... Are we doing... Are we doing Bloody Birthday? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dude, that's been highly recommended. To yeah, Bloody Birthday. And we also have Happy Birthday to Me, I think. Which was recommended in like a... One of the Patreon lives, I think. And I looked it up and it looks fucking nuts. It looks fucking crazy. I don't know how I never had heard of it. Well, I've seen, I've seen Happy Birthday to Me. It's fantastic. Oh, wait, Bloody Birthday is the one I'm thinking of then. That's the one where it's like kids go nuts at a birthday. I've never seen Bloody Birthday. Yeah. So we could do one or the other. I have both of them on Plex uh, already for us. Um, and I was going to do that one of them for your birthday. So I think it's got to be Bloody Birthday, right? Yeah, let's do it. Of course. It's about children murdering people, which I just kills me. I love it. And then we'll it's do... Because Dude, it says it's because they're born on the same day during an eclipse. <laughs> Logically, that makes sense. Um, and then for video game movies, I feel like it's got to be, we talked about this earlier, but it's got to be Mario. Mario Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's got to be Double Dragon. Yeah. And it's got to be, is it House of the Dead? I feel like we got to do House of the Dead. For, House of the Dead, yeah. So those are going to be the three movies we do. One of them will be our Patreon live show. Undetermined yet. I feel like it might do be a, double. Let's do House of the Dead. Oh, House of the Dead for Patreon live. That or Double Dragon. Eh. I know House of the Dead. Like, listen. Here's the thing. I, I feel like maybe people would like to join our Patreon if if we finally talked about a fucking horror movie. <laughs> so you want to do House of the Dead? It's like Hotline Miami. Fucking. Theodore Rex. <laughs> I feel like maybe House of the Dead is the better Patreon choice this time around. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I like that. <laughs> no one's gonna... We're not gonna increase our Patreon members by covering Double Dragon. <laughs> A movie that 99% of human beings didn't know exist. I had no idea it fucking existed. 1994, guys. It's insane. I can't believe it's a real thing. I, like... And like I was Oh wait, what about what about uh uh Street Fighter? 
Ooh, and that's such a good one. Oh shit. Um do we do a watch along for uh Street Fighter? Alright, let's do it. I like it. Like a free one to this month? How many weeks are there this month? Mm, there's only four Saturdays. We'll figure something out. I don't know, man. Fucking Street Fighter's so stupid. Dude, Alyssa Milano's in Double Dragon. That's insane. I mean, everything I've seen about Double Dragon looks fucking insane. It, it, the fact that it's made and no one knows about it is insane, except you for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Jimmy and Bimmy. Classic. Jimmy and Bimmy. <laughs> Two halves of an ancient puzzle are the only hope. Ay, ay, ay. Why does this guy that plays Jimmy look like that Joe Tretuglia from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? What's his name? From Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No, no, no. What's the, uh, the actor's name? Uh, from Double Dragon. No, well, let me pull it up. God damn it! IMDb, Double Dragon. You had him up if you're looking at. <laughs> I was just looking at pics, sexy pics. Wait, it's uh Mark De- Mark. Oh, dude, it's the guy from fucking John Wick, but he looks like him. Oh, dude, with Sean, Sean, he's in fucking um the island of Doctor Murrah. Is he really? Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's, he's a low my. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so next week uh, is is what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's the Mortal Kombat's. We're going to discuss the Mortal Kombat's in anticipation of the new Mortal Kombat flick, which I am excited for. Yes. Looks good. Looks looks uh looks gory as fuck. Yeah, I think it'll be uh probably better than the ones we're about to do for the show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for your support. Oh my god, the the comments are incre- incredible. Uh they're flooding in and we appreciate it so much. Um you can help us out going to patreon.com slash I hate horror, donating there. We do a live show every month right now. Uh, fucking a blast. We did trivia this month. Um, we're going to, we're going to figure out how to do it a little better and do prizes every month on the live shows, which will be pretty tight. Um, we're recording episodes almost weekly for Patreon also. Um, so head over there, patreon.com slash I hate horror. Go to I hate horror.com. Uh, facebook.com slash i hate horror and instagram we're at i hate horror and sometimes on twitter at i hate horror show joe where can they find you instagram boobnish 1985 all right that sounds good um that's it man uh do you have anything else i do not all right guys thank you so much and for joe this is sean stay weird thank you Adios. I die, 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 I
Hello, horror show fans. We got a special little treat for you here today. We'll call it a, an Easter egg, because tomorrow is Easter. Get it? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my son James is on the show today. JJ. Hello there. You may know me from many, many podcasts that I created myself, like Tech Myths. Monsters and Myths. These are all your Martin shows, Talks. right? These are all your shows yes, that you have? Yes, these are all my podcasts. Yeah, those are, In those fact, are. you might be wondering, oh my goodness, we need to learn the next parts of Perseus. Yes. Yeah, yes, I absolutely. am doing Tech Myths. I'm doing Tech Myths tomorrow so that you can finally learn what happens to Perseus and the Gorgon Medusa. I'm I'm personally I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited for it. So, we um Joe and I are recording an episode on um Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla 1998 version. 1998 version. Yeah, okay, take it easy on the microphone. People you're going to hurt people's ears. <laughs> um, and it's because we saw Godzilla vs. King Kong, we rented a movie theater. Yes, we did. We rented it, the theater those out. Those people who did not rent a movie theater, turn down the volume. <laughs> well, some people, you know, watched it on HBO Max. Um, they might have seen it in a regular theater yeah, if they but, were safe. I mean, like, renting a movie theater, we rented a movie we did. We did. That might have been jealous for other people. Oh, so you don't want people to feel bad? Yeah, I don't want people to feel bad. I'm like a nice guy. Super nice guy. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. They appreciate that, too. So, um, no. Uh, so, we saw Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Godzilla vs. King Kong? Oh, my God. It was the best. And you are... You love the original Godzilla vs. King Kong. It's, uh, it was yes. one of your favorite movies it as a kid. More, I loved King Kong. I loved Godzilla. It was my favorite movie of all time. Do you remember when King Kong shoved a tree down Godzilla's throat in that movie? He shoved a tree down his throat? Yeah. Oh, I, just, I thought he just hit a tree in his throat. No, I think he shoved it down his throat. No, he didn't. Oh, okay. You gotta uh, look it up. All right, we'll look it up. Um, So you liked the new one, though. Yes, this new one was pretty well. All right, spoil. We'll say just give a spoiler alert just in case we slip up. Just be careful listening here on out. James, what was your favorite parts of it? Well, I have two favorite parts. Okay. One was when um one guy said, uh, "You might know him." He said, "Um, that's Robo Godzilla." But then. You might know this kid. He played Bell's Nickel in the Christmas Chronicles Part Two. That's true. Um, he was this uh, boy, and he said, "No, that's Mechagodzilla." Yeah. And then my second favorite part was when Godzilla breathed fire on King Kong's axe. Yeah. And then he could finally destroy. Mecha Godzilla. Oh wait, I have a third favorite part. It's when he tore off his head and oh, showed yeah. it to the world. <sighs> oh, Dad, was that your favorite part too? I loved it. I yelled out loud uh, in the theater. I went woo. 
I did not hear you, but I was right next to you when that happened. So it was I did not very hear loud. You. It was very loud. I did not hear you. Yeah, I, I, I was very excited about that. I thought that scene was incredible. Um, movie overall, uh, pretty good. Pretty good movie. I liked it a lot. I had a good time. It was a really good time. Now let's talk 1998. 1998, yeah. You were born much much later than this movie. Yes. (laughs) You were born in 2013, right? Yes, I would. Yes, I did. So I saw this at 98. So I was 10, 11, 12. I was, no, I was 13. When, when when this came out, um, I loved it, and I loved the soundtrack. What? Well, actually, I did like it. I didn't love it. I liked it because it was ex- it was an accessible Godzilla movie to me. I shouldn't have said that. What were your thoughts, eight year old James? What does eight year old James think of this movie? Eight year old James thinks that it is the best. <laughs> oh, and um, I just want to. Give a big shout out to Pixel Dan for showing us amazing toys of King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, the, the neon colors. Yeah, shout out Pixel Dan who will never give me a shout out back with his millions of YouTube followers. But we appreciate that. We appreciate the work he does, right? Yes. In fact, I even want to go to ToyCon. So I made a show of my own. Ninja versus show. That was true. We Ninja versus show was a ploy to get us into New York Toy Fair. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you had to have a reason. You had to have like a press reason to go. You can't. There's no consumers aren't allowed to go there. Yes. So that's our that's our ploy to get in and see all the the exclusive toys before yes. they come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So ninety eight. Uh, Godzilla looked a little different. Yeah, he did. He was like a giant dinosaur, which I pretty liked. In fact, I have a Godzilla FAQ book, which showed the actor with his Godzilla clothes on. Yeah. And something. They used a guy in a costume for that? Yes. Really? Yes, they did. Oh, wow. And he he had his mask off. And he was, and I saw his face. That's interesting. Yeah, he had a shaved beard, shaved hair. Okay. Sort of shaved hair. He was he wear? Was it green or was it normal Godzilla colors? It was it like was normal Godzilla colors. Like oh, okay. Brown. So it wasn't like a green screen outfit. No, it wasn't a green screen outfit. No. Oh, all right. And it didn't have those weird dots. No, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The mocap dots is what they're called. Motion capture dots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, cool. So, um, so you liked the you liked the dinosaur idea of it? Yeah, I like the dinosaur. What idea. about the pregnancy idea that he, <laughs> that he was that he laid eggs? I did not know that he was girl. Well, he's not. He's oh, a guy. Right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he's like a seahorse. Yeah, he's like a seahorse. Did you even? In fact, I think I should tell you all. That male seahorses lay the babies, and it's not like they like like they have to like have medical surgery like humans do. Mm-hmm. They actually like they don't like come out of a pouch no. or anything. No, they don't. They just like soak through the belly. It's weird. Like, Did you see it? 
I learned it from the Octonauts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Octonauts were a big source of information for you as a kid, weren't they? Yes. <laughs> I'm pretending to be like an adult. <laughs> what? I'm pretending to be like an adult. Oh, is that how adults talk? I think. <laughs> Oh man. Um so man, it's it's been like crazy. It's been a while since you've been on the show. Like um I think you were little. Uh, yeah, we, I'd love little. to compare your voice now yeah. to the voice a few years ago cuz you were talking about Scooby Doo and I'm pretty sure your voice was like, "Hi." <laughs> That's not how my voice sounded. I like Scooby Doo. <laughs> that wasn't me. I was I was like um uh I'm Talk about um, that's pretty good. Zombie chipmunk monkeys. That guy drew that picture. Yeah. That guy was awesome. Yeah, I, I love you. I love that guy who did it. Yeah, I love my idea. Yeah, we should frame it. We uh, should frame print it. Print it nice and frame it. Yep. Okay, I'll work Do you on. You have that. a color printer? No, but I'll go get it professionally printed okay. for us because it looks really good. Yes, yes, it does. Looks sharp. Um. What else about Godzilla 1998? So he was pregnant. He had babies. They blew up Madison Square Garden because that's where the eggs were. I don't think I think that's when you stopped paying attention to it. Um, but you did like it. Yeah, I did love it. The best part about it mm-hmm. was when that was when um, that girl Audrey yep. said. You moron. Yeah, you like that. Because yeah, you, you, you know the name. You've done a lot of I, research on Godzilla. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Who's your favorite Godzilla characters from all the old movies? All the old movies? Mm-hmm. Okay. You might know you might not know these this character horror show fans. His name is King Caesar. Or should I say King Caesar? Mm. Yeah. Anywho. King Caesar, um, he um, is like, kind of like a god monster thing. Yeah, he's like a deity, I think. I yeah. don't know what that word even means. I'm going to be honest with you. I just feel like people have said it. Anywho, um, yeah, I really like him. Because uh, the song that that woman sang mm-hmm. was pretty beautiful. It was a nice song. Yeah. Yeah, to, to bring him alive, yeah, right? Yeah, bring him alive from his sleep. Yeah. And his power was amazing. I thought King Caesar was like this giant like fighting monster. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an actual god. But he could actually, whoever shot him came out of that gem in his head mm-hmm. and it shot back. Yeah, it was cool. The powers, but like indestructibly. Yeah, it was and awesome. The best part. So I saw this like YouTube video mm-hmm. when he like comes on the ground and he like stomps like um yeah and he um, <laughs> he just miked his own feet to do that. But yes, yeah. <laughs> I did. And um he uh and then it was like another bump, like yeah. it was a bump, 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 and then. He um picked up that girl that's saying, oh. and then he fought with her in, in his hands. Nice. Yeah, I'm not sure that was really what happened because what happened was he pushed away from the cave, mm. and then he came. He like 
he, and then he came, and then he, like, scratched, and then he, like, started, like, fighting Mechagodzilla. And my other favorite character is, um... Hidora? Hidora, yes. In American ways, they call him the Smog Monster, but Japanese name, Hidora. Yeah, which name do you like more, Smog Monster or Hidora? Hidora. Yeah, Hidora's cool. It actually sounds like... Right, exactly, exactly. Whereas Smog Monster sounds like kind of like corny, cheesy name. Yeah. You're not a bad. fan. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> but Hidora? Awesome. Yeah, he's a creepy looking dude, too. Yeah, he's like this weird thing. In fact, I saw some artwork. A lady was trapped in the Smog Monster. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so creepy. They didn't even draw her right. Like, she was like... <laughs> was she melting? No, she wasn't. She just weird. they just draw like a shade. They just draw her weird? Yeah. In fact it looked like her hands were like Count Dracula's, you know. That's bizarre. And maybe and maybe Wanda next month. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> um Well it's actually getting close to bedtime, bud. And I gotta go record a show with Joey, Joey Jojo Junior Shabadoo. <laughs> That's the weirdest name I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> My son is quoting a Simpsons episode he has not seen. <laughs> I he love even it. taught it to me. <laughs> I know, I know. Joey Jojo uh, Shabadoo Junior. That's the weirdest name I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> That's a super funny bit. Fun fact, uh two people in Godzilla 1998 are voice actors for the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The news camera guy uh-huh. is the voice of Apu and I think some other people. Uh, yeah. He's the guy that owns like the Quickie Mart and the I don't know if you've ever seen him because you haven't really seen many episodes. And then the other guy does, like, a million voices on the show. I'm James Miller. Who the H-E-L-L are you, people? (laughs) (laughs) All right, bud. Well, let's wrap this show up. All right. All right. That was a good episode. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I think the people appreciate it. Um, Anything you want to plug or shout out? Well, I was just saying that. uh, I was just wanting to say that. Well, I really enjoy horror movies. I like Creature from the Black Lagoon, Return of the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I like um, I like my own horror movies. Yeah. In fact, I'm I'm. I, you know that thing when I was little about like zombie chipmunk uh, monkeys. Yeah. Remember how he made the books? Um, yeah. Unspeakable Evil? Yeah. I drew zombie chipmunk monkeys That's on true. it. That's true. We write horror books together. And you are reading Goosebumps now. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. All right, bro. Say goodbye to everyone. Say thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk soon again on the show. Yeah. Let's do a whole episode. I think you can handle doing a whole yeah, episode. Yeah. Yeah? You think so? Yeah. You like to take notes with me? Yes, I do. All right, Bubby. Say uh, say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye.
Bye. Say thank you. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, no, no, no. You don't need to have to. Uh, uh, no, I mean I should, but no, no, no. All right, everyone. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. And uh, you can catch James on our Instagram live in the very near future. Very near future. All right. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.